T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That it is, uh, 94 WIP, Jetta Camera and John Ritchie, day four. Of the uh, new morning show, a lot on the table here today, a sort of Phil Sixers discussion. Centered around a few days ago, 87% of people telling us they're more excited in a poll about the Phils than the Sixers. Kind of getting into the whys of that. Eagles, obviously, squarely on the table, coming off the uh, Super Bowl loss, the all-season up ahead, some Miles Sanders conversation. And also, as we had, uh, let's see, it was uh, two days ago, we had um, we had Rodney McLeod in here. And uh, on Tuesday, we're going to have Ruben Amaro in here. We're going to be rolling in. Different guest hosts from time to time. We welcome to the show officially for the first time, Mr. Ben Davis. What's going on, Ben? I'm happy to be here. My goodness, it's good to be with you guys. Thanks, pal. Absolutely. Well, so for those that don't know, Ben has been a, a huge, um, you know, guest contributor, let's say, of our, our midday show through the years, talking Phil's baseball. And he's always, John, he's always texting us. <laughs> You know, like yeah. Seltzer will say something yeah. really dumb, and then Ben will oh, be, yeah, it's oh, me, it's, it's me that he texts me. Yeah. It. You know? It's funny. I said when I was just in there, I was like, look, we brought our checks, our text chain to life yeah, here on the did. radio. We did. So, fruition. Yeah, we've had a good flow with Ben going for a couple years, and yes, it has usually been at my expense. But uh, And then, of course, Ben, with your, your history just growing up here, uh, I mean, you know, I'm a fan of all the teams. I know you're a huge AI, AI guy. Mike Schmidt is a, is a childhood you know, idol, if you will, as he was the star player. Now you get to broadcast games with him. Yeah. So you've lived a, a charmed life, and we're really happy to have you as part of the, the morning show here, man. Well, I'm really happy to be here, and thanks for making me part of it. Yeah. Well, so let's get to it, Ben, and, and, and we'll do a quick little Phil's thing here and then get right back to the phones. Spring training going on, a couple days. Um, no Bryce, but there's this uh, Trey Turner guy. Yeah. Man, is he going to be something. Yeah, number seven. Um. It, I'm so excited to get down there. I'm leaving tomorrow. Not that I'm ah. counting down the days or the hours, believe yeah. me. <laughs> but uh, I'm just really looking forward to getting down there and seeing everything before these guys go out for the World Baseball Classic and, and just really get get a, get a pulse of the team and, and how they're doing down there. But Trey Turner is going to be a game changer, an absolute game changer, and uh, I can't wait to see him in the Phillies uniform. You know, the Bryce thing last year, they got through it, I'll call it with ease. I mean, he was out for a big chunk of time. And they actually played some of their best regular season baseball of the season. But there's no telling that happens again. I mean, his absence for at least half the year or thereabouts. That's um, I know, tr- you know, Trey Turner makes it easier, but it doesn't. The rest of the team makes yeah, it easier, Yeah, but it too. doesn't. Don't, just all I'm saying is don't expect it to be as smooth. I mean, that's that was, I mean, Bryce, uh, Bryce Ben, that was an abnormality, you know, an abnormality to be able to play so effective without him. It was, but I think they routed around each other, but. Having Bryce out for this amount of time and knowing he's going to be out that amount of time, it's not going to be easy because you're talking about one of the most dynamic 
players in all of baseball and the face of the franchise. And it's not going to be easy. But if they can just kind of rally around each other again and, and stay, keep their heads above water, I think they're going to be okay. How likely is it that Castellanos is good? I think it's very likely. Really? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, last year was was just a weird year. And I was talking with a couple guys last night and said, the last home run he hit was in mid-August. And he only hit That's 13. Crazy. Yeah. Coming off that year he had in Cincinnati, um, I think he's got a lot to live up to. He's got four more years on his contract, a lot of money left, $80 million left on the contract. I think he's got a lot to live, live up to. He's a very prideful person. And he was kind of ashamed of the way the went, things went down last year. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to be just fine this year. I'll tell you this, Ben. I hope he knows at a basic level the strike zone is not four feet wide and a, <laughs> you know half a foot off the ground. I mean, John, low and away. I mean, Rhea, that was brutal. Low and away, low and away, low and away. It was a black hole every time he came up. It was it was painful to watch. Awful. And, his, and he didn't exactly look like he was happy to be here. Ben, this painter guy, you, you, you caught a lot of pitchers and mm-hmm. some really great pitchers in your career. Andrew Painter, 19 years old, throwing about 100. Um, what do you sort of see for his season up ahead? And how difficult is the 19-year-old reality as it pertains to relying on him, believing in him? Sort of what's your mindset with Andrew Painter? I'm not so concerned about relying on him. I'm more concerned about how they go about maintaining his innings and managing his innings and his workload because he is just 19. And if he's going to be that guy, he's going to be your number one guy for a decade, possibly for a dozen years, then you have to maintain that, make sure he's healthy. Um, So does that look like Spencer Howard? I mean, that was, no, that was ridiculous. That was absurd. I never saw anything but like that. That was absurd. It was. That was, that was, it was kind of embarrassing to, to a point yeah. because of, listen, you, you have this guy, but we're going to only watch what he does for this amount of innings and this and that. It was, it was ridiculous. So, but I don't him. think it's going to be that way for Painter, but I do think they're going to have to you know, keep the reins on him. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. By the way, one other quick thing I just got to say that's like way off topic. Seltzer, I cannot find my picture of me and George Jefferson. Oh, no. I can look, oh, no. I can I look at the old it. midday show Twitter account. Try. We'll find it. Just try. I mean, listen, it is in my phone, but also so are about 15,000 photographs. So I'm trying – but I also got this, you know, radio show thing to do. I don't want to scroll through my phone the whole time. Ben, wait till you see this picture whenever one of us finds Can't it. Because me and George Jefferson, man, that was that was a thrill. I mean, for him, that was a that was a big thrill. I'm for sure him, it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. All right, to the phones we go. Let's go to Ben in Millville right now. From one Ben to the next. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, gentlemen, ladies. How's everybody doing this morning? Just great, Ben. Ah, uh, you know what? I had. As postseason or or um, eagle season tickets, and I let them go because they're astronomical amount of money. And I turned around and I bought a partial Philly season ticket plan package. Nice. And I am so excited for that. And the best part is you get chances to buy tickets at face value before everybody else does. So I am lucky enough to go to opening day, and I cannot wait for that. That's great, man. So well, this 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 will be this will be I mean clearly the most anticipated opening day since at least Bryce's debut, but you can make the case that it's probably the most anticipated opening day since 2012. 2012, coming off five straight divisions, yeah, 2012. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I've never been to an opening day. I've always wanted to go, so I couldn't imagine to pick a better time to go. 
then after their NL champs and this whole NL yeah. Champ, well, to be clear, to be right clear, now. there is a better time. It's after their World Series champs. It's called oh nine, oh nine opening day, eighty one opening day. Now I get your point, Ben. It's 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 awesome, man. Hey, Ben, give me a yeah. big give me a big time answer here for uh, a great nickname. A gr- uh, well, hey, you got to let Miles Sanders go. Running backs are diamond dozen, but we can't make a wrong choice on a running back because we still need one very well. Um, but it's his birthday today, so Doctor Julius. Wow. Yeah, Doc's Doc's just legendary. Dr. J's a great one. And also one of those guys, sort of the rare, um, kind of called three different things. Dr. J, the doctor, and what he was often called around here, just Doc. Also, his birthday was yesterday, just to get there you go. About that. By the way, in here here is the uh, we're getting old line of the week, okay? Could do these every day. We could. <laughs> but this this one hit this one hit me earlier this week. Guys, Charles Barkley turned 60 years old this week. No, really? really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, Ben. His, when's his birthday compared to Michael Jordan? Uh, Obviously close, because they just both yeah. turned 60. Yeah, so I mean, well, they're the same, same draft. They're both class 84. Yeah. And not speaking to each other currently. And haven't for about a yeah. decade. Long which time. Which is really a That's bad look for Jordan. It is sad, Ray. Yeah. It's, it's really pathetic on Jordan's part. It is. It's actually really, really pathetic. But finding out Barkley's 60, and I guess Jordan is, I don't know if he's also 60. 60. Yep. Yeah, he's 60. I mean, wow. Ben, we talked about it like two weeks ago on the time show. Time is moving, man. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> time is moving. I'll be 46 next uh, March 10th. And my buddy sent me a text the other day. He goes, 46 is coming. I said, 46 arrived five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the catcher's body. You got, you got beat up as a catcher. Uh, guys like the hammer don't get beat up. You know, we just, yeah, we just, right. we just fight through it. In we life. don't talk about your person. maladies all the time on <laughs> the right, show. Uh, coming up, speaking of great players. Now, Joel's, you know, not Mike and he's not Charles, but he's a great player. And as the Sixers get ready to reemerge tonight, post All-Star break, we'll sort of size up the Joel versus... Uh, that Jokic character for the MVP odds because, John, he's probably going to get jobbed again this year. We'll find out. Hopefully the big guy can make why it happen. Why do you say he's probably going to get jobbed? I'll tell you I, I why. I'll tell you why. When, right. when you hear the where the, uh, the, the ranked right now as far as odds. I understand. I'm just saying. The odds aren't looking good. I'm just saying. We'll hit that next on all the phone calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Hey, the a uh, little bit past the midway point of the NBA season now post-All-Star break. And now is a great time, the perfect time, to download FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. And that's when you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is awesome. It's safe. It's secure. It's easy to sign up for. It's very easy to move from game to game, league to league. You hear us, our, our show, we move from game to game, league to league, talking about all the different teams. Well, you can do the same thing and bet and lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook. And... As we're talking about NBA odds and MVP odds, you can look at that. You can look at odds of who's going to win the championship. You can hop to pro football, future odds, baseball with the coming baseball season. It's all there for you with FanDuel Sportsbook, including the opportunity to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday with a same-game parlay. So FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Don't miss out. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. And go with FanDuel.com slash Hammer. That's FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Sign up using promo code Hammer to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brought to you by Nas Cancellari. Sixers return from the All-Star break tonight at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. Sixers currently the third seed, two and a half off the Bucks, who could be without Giannis for a little time. He's dealing with a wrist injury. Bucks a half game off the Eastern Conference leading Boston Celtics. Miles Sanders wants to remain an Eagle, posting to Instagram, I love Philly, just bring me back. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, Nas Cancellari, have collected over $500 million dollars for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Partly cloudy, a high of 71. It's currently 43. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Am I supposed to let this one breathe, John? Go crazy? You don't like this song? No, I do you like this. Is a bad song? No, I think it's a very good song. It's one of his, you know, got five. Got like five really good ones. Is one of them. But yeah. someone has five really good songs. They've done a pretty good job. I would call this. A, I would call this a great song. Wow. Yeah, I, think it's wow. A gr- I think it's a great song. You're See, making I, progress. No, on no, your I'm not Prince, a uh, no, I just, opinion. I I call it like it is. This is a great song. A couple others are really good, and then the bunch of the rest, they stink. That's all right. It's outrageous. All right, Joe to Cameron, Joe Ritchie. Worst takes. It is uh, 94 WIP. All right, so let's kind of reset the tables here. Ben Davis with us, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, Rhea, Seltzer, the whole crew. Um, you know, we were we were sort of starting out talking the show about what a fascinating poll result we had two days ago when we asked uh, the, the, the poll question, uh, which team are you more excited about, Phillies or Sixers? And I – Figured the Phillies would win this poll, but I did not figure they would win it to the extent they did in a landslide. Phillies got 87% of the vote. Sixers got 13% of the vote. Even the Malvern Prep guy over here, Ben Davis, can figure that out. Right, Ben, you got that 13? Thank you. Malvern Prep, St. Jez Prep. We carried the one. We'll be be battling over that. Uh, But the reality is that uh, I, I figured the Phillies would win, but John crushed them. So the question is why? Especially when you consider Sixers are very good. And I believe the Sixers have a better chance to win the championship this year than the Phillies. No, not everyone will agree with that. To me, so much of this comes down to likability. Likability. John, talk to me. Uh, I am 
so thrilled to see some of these new players who will be a big part of our success. You know, Trey Turner, of course, but just having a chance yesterday, that video of Andrew Painter on the mound, yeah, he is impressive. I mean, just physically looks impressive standing on the mound, looks like he's 10 feet tall. Uh, throwing yesterday, yeah, he got dinged a little by Kyle Schwarber, but it was it was so exciting to finally see this, uh, I mean, a unicorn that, that we've been hearing so much about, and he's actually going to be part of our plans this year. Andrew Painter can give us what it felt like we were unable to account for in the, the World Series. Four starters who can hurt you. They can... They can make you look inferior. You know, we we had no chance in that World Series because they pitched us so well. Well, Syndergaard, Syndergaard killed him. Well, I mean, he just he just did. He just you know because you're just always hoping for three innings in a run, and it turned into I think three innings and two runs, if I remember right. And the other guy goes out there and throws a no hitter. You know, I mean, all right, let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Excuse me, it's brought to us by, yeah, Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary, huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox, find new roads, ArminChevy.com. Today's question, which team do you think has a better chance to win a championship this year? Is it the Phillies or the Sixers? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly you can weigh in on the phone lines as well. And if you want to comment on the uh, Eagles, I mean, the Miles Sanders thing, anything Eagles related, it is all squarely on the table. Let's go to Patrick and Tabernacle. Good morning, Patrick. Morning, everybody. Good to hear you. Ben, nice to, nice to hear you, man. I tell you what, baseball is going to get me out of this uh, Eagles funk because I heard a guy yesterday saying he watched the game four times, rewatched it four times. I'm with Seltzer. I ain't never watching that thing. I, I thought I was going to rewatch the Super Bowl. Uh-uh, I'm out. But, uh, Can't blame the, you there. The, the, yeah, the Phillies, Painful. I tell you what, boy, they really recharged me last, last season with um, – you know, obviously with their with their run and and like I was kind of writing off baseball for a while, and like it's it, it's it's so sad because I I was I was a kid that went to bed with the ball and ball and glove underneath my pillow, and uh, boy, quick quick, just... quick Patrick quick question, were you writing off baseball or were you writing off the Phils because of their, your frustration that they couldn't break through and make the playoffs? I'm just curious. Which... Uh, base baseball in general, okay, just because of the just because of I mean, well, it's, it's interesting to see you know speeding up the game. You know, if they can go off thirty yeah. minutes on a game, I'm I'm definitely more in. And um, but you know what, the Phillies. I mean, we have a roster this year. I mean, we got a stronger roster this year coming in, and definitely. you know, just so much excitement. And uh, you know, just to go back thinking about the run they had last fall was, I mean, that was you know magical. You know, would have been magical if they won, but to come two games shy of beating the Astros, who are just so heavy with. A, an amazing feat, and it was awesome. I'm, it was so, it was so I'm special, so... Patrick. It really was. Patrick, give me a great answer. Your phone's cracking up here. See if you can give me an answer for a nickname. Billy White Shoes Johnson. That's a My good man. one. Yeah, met him a couple years ago. Yeah, he got inducted in the Philly Sports Hall of Fame. What a, what a thrill to see Billy White Shoes. Let's go to uh, to Seth right now in media. Hi, Seth. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? Doing great, um, Seth. So uh, I, I want to talk Phils, and uh, but real quick uh, with the Eagles, and I keep hearing these fans. I'm going to do everybody a favor, the If you're going to watch the game and you're going to analyze it, you want to pick things apart. Fair enough, but don't don't say that you're just not over it. 
and then follow that up with, I just watched the game for the sixth time. I mean, that's like, that's like having a broken ankle running up and down the stairs of the art museum going, I don't know why it's not healing. <laughs> that's a good point. Seth, Seth here's, the, here's the problem with the analogy, though. It hurts my heart because the Eagles got beat with a guy with a bad ankle. And you probably yeah. didn't even realize you were stepping into that. But uh, you, you know what? That's, I, I, I did not, but good job for you. You know, that was that no, was well good done. job by Mahomes. Shows how depressing you are right no, now. You're I mean, finding a way to spin everything. I mean, <laughs> guys, I still can't believe he kept playing so effective. Wait till you find out what was really happening when Netflix debuts quarterbacks this summer with him mic'd up on every play. Wow. Uh, Interesting. The mic'd up yep. Super Bowl stuff was great. I love yep. that's something I love going back to watch is uh, when we won. The, the mic'd up is just a, it's a completely different ball game, you know. So yeah, that's, it's, it's that'll good. be interesting yeah. here. Um, so, uh, with the Sixers and, and, and the Phils, who, who's got a better chance of winning? I think the – or who's, you know, more exciting? Uh, I, I think the Phils are for a big reason. And the last caller just touched on it. You know, they were close. They were really close. And the city was, was you know, energized. The fans were electric. And the players, really, really world-class players that we have on this team, got a taste of what it's like to win in this city. And they got fired up. They are no mm-hmm. long, we are no longer in baseball purgatory while the Sixers are smack dab in the middle of purgatory. You're and right. have been. No, you're right. But, well, it's not purgatory. Well, it's, it's, here's the thing. It's though, second Seth. round purgatory. No, no, that I agree with. But here's the point I tried to make earlier, and I'll say it again. That's how we felt about the Phillies in not make playoff purgatory for about four or five years, let alone the seven or so before that when they weren't even trying to make the playoffs. The Phillies showed how quickly a team – can change the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's, I'm telling you, man, this East is freaking wide open. I mean, the Sonics are good, but they're not that good. The Bucs are good, but they're not that good. It is, it, it is there for the taking. If Joel can just stay healthy, if Harding can stay motivated, if Tobias can have a little bit of the eye of the Tiger, maybe he's got to go out to Apollo's gym in Rocky Three and make sure he keeps the eye. John, keep the eye of the Tiger. For like two games, and then he loses it for like four games. I need this guy to like, as Mick said to Rocky, snarl when you punch somebody. Like snarl, man. Be freaking physically and mentally tough because sometimes he fades out. Well, you know, look to Joel Embiid to lead the way on that. We need Joel Embiid to be a different player than he's been his entire career as a Sixer. You talk about toughness. Where do you think that starts? You're right, John. It starts with Joel Embiid being ready to play in the postseason. I, I believe everyone else can follow suit. He's he's the most important uh, factor in that. He's not been mentally tough. No, you're right, John. You're correct. Seth, give me a great answer for a big-time well, nickname. No problem. And I think, uh, yeah, I, real quick, I think the, the Sixers' biggest Achilles heel could end up being the uh, the coach. But hopefully these players saw what it's like for the Phillies and, and this town and the Eagles and – and they want to. They they stay motivated. I agree. Uh, in honor of the Sixers coming back and hopefully having a shot, let's go with the process. The process is a nickname. Ooh. It's a double yeah. nickname. It's wow. a, the process Jeez. is a nickname. It's a player's nickname and a whole era's nickname. Uh, Rhea, is this the last go for Doc Rivers if they get bounced? Oh in the second God, round? yes. Oh, if they're, they're bouncing in the yeah. second round, absolutely. Third round though, he probably stays. I certainly hope not. <laughs> yeah, but that's. I think he will. I think he would, too. If they, if they get to game six of the Eastern Conference How many Finals, times are you going to run it back with Joel Embiid? 
Well, that's a different issue. I mean, well, but what, I mean, but then what do you see? Here's the thing: I think they have almost no choice but to run it back because more times than with James Harden. Well, you're not. Right. Yeah, Harden's not going to. So how you repl- what are you replacing Harden with? He's not going to stay after the I summer. I don't know. I got to figure that out. I hear you. It's it's complicated. I mean, my point is the part of the, they don't even have draft picks to pivot to no. or or draft picks to like twenty seven, right? Yeah, to trade. So it's uh, it is kind of a mess there. Let's go to Jim in Havertown. Good morning, Jim. Yo, guys, how's everybody doing today? Doing great, Jim. Good to hear from you. Um, Joe, where do you vicariously live through for your toughness? When you told us just now that everybody needs to be so tough, where do you get that from, brother? Because we all know, Joe, you're not a tough well, guy. Well, listen, here's the deal. you got to know athletes like Richie and Ben Davis and myself, you know, there's, there you, you, you have that inner you have that inner <laughs> toughness. You don't even have to show it. It's just in there. And myself. I, wow. thought, that you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say John was who you vicariously lived through, dude, but you, you went there. Jim, though, let Joe. me just say this. Let me just tell you this, Jim. I just We just took a photograph in the last commercial break. Uh-huh. And it was me and Richie and Ben. And rarely in my life have I felt so completely inferior. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm standing next to these two, like, rocks. And then I'm like a little pebble in there. I could try. <laughs> yeah. No, no. All right, Jim, what do you got for us today? Talk to us. All right, brother. So who watches the Sixers anymore, man? It's my favorite sport to play. I loved playing basketball because there's always something to do out there. And I'm a tall guy. I didn't waste my I didn't waste my height. I'm six four, frustrated point guard. But when you're six four, six you four be point guard. Wow. You gotta say you got to be. Are you legit six four? Are you? Like yes, six, I'm legit six four. Wow. Yes, I am. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. You know, though, John, I, I was a frustrated point guard because you're not allowed to play point guard when you're six four. Not in pickup games, and you know, mm. but pickup games, John, if you get the rebound, if you don't get out there in front of me for the pass, I'm looking to pass. That's what I want to do. I love passing. Like so if you're not going to get out there in front of you, and I'm going to bring the ball up a little bit, yeah. yeah. All right, Jim, give me a great answer for a nickname. But John, you, I mean, Joe, you're rushing me off so quick as I hung off for so long. Let me get to the what's the name point real quick. Because Sanders, John, real quick, mm-hmm. Sanders, you got to hit the hole real quick, John, when they open up them holes for you. The fastest I ever seen was Tony Dorsett. Agreed? Well, he'd hit it fast. There, There is yeah. a patience that's required, and I saw good yeah. patience from Miles this season. Patience and then cramming, which yeah. is something that was unique because I'm, I was so accustomed to seeing him bounce it. At the end yeah. of the season, we saw his old habits return, and he was a lot less productive. And yeah, I think John, the coaches so absolutely believe that. They, they, yeah, you're they the lost there, faith. John. Yeah, us, us guys who are naive to that because I never played running back in my life, I don't know when patience turns into dancing too much, John. It's a tough yeah. thing to balance there, yeah. Yep. All right, All right, Jim, give us a nickname. You guys, what do you have? What's the name? The nickname, I, I love it. i got, got to give you one from my son's childhood. He had a, a guy on his team, his name was Tommy DeVitro. They called him Taco Dorito. <laughs> well, okay. Wow. You got it, man. Uh, by the way, Rhea, I'm just thinking here. Angelo never had a nickname, right? No, he did not, no. 33 years on it's an, it's never an interesting had a, thing. I, I'm sure he had many things said about him, but never a nickname. <laughs> He's been called a lot of names. Yeah, exactly. Right, but never That's nicknamed. Perfect. Yeah. And John, you you're you I mean you were you're never. a little bit of Richie Rich, like a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Never it never a nickname. I mean you gave Richie. Seltzer the name Jimmy. He did. J I M I. That was the only yeah. reason I was all right with it. And Ben, what what have you been through the years? Big Irish. Big Irish. That's uh, it. That, oh. that, that jives. That's it. Yeah. Big Irish it is. Top uh, of but, the morning to you. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of top of the morning, that picture of the three of you, of Ben, Richie, and you diminutively, is on Twitter if people want to see it. Plus, 
I found I found the Sherman Helmsley picture with you. So that oh, is also good. on Twitter. Wasn't that a weird picture? Like, so, wasn't Joe looking with no, such No, it's pretty normal. It's the third Joe, guy. Joe just looks really young. Yeah, the third oh. guy in it is literally the weirdest looking human being you've ever seen well, in your life. It is wild, yeah. this third what's... guy. This old guy in the picture is wild. <laughs> but also, I, I found it by scrolling through our old pictures we put out the midday show. Yep. Oh, good. We put out some weird pictures, like yeah. the Joe mustache picture, the foot. <laughs> like yeah. there, we, There's some stuff we got to go back to. Down okay. there. What was the picture where it looked like you were afraid? Of the person you were taking a, a photo. Well, of. No, well, it's not afraid. Was it he, Shaq or? Well, oh, no, no, it's Daryl Dawkins. <laughs> oh wow! Me and so me and Daryl Dawkins are are shaking hands, and I have this look of awe and reverence. Like I mean, he's Daryl Dawkins. He's yeah. seven feet tall. Yeah. His hand envelops my hand. Like my uh-huh. hand totally disappears. That was one. It, there have been a couple notable ones. I mean, but the Daryl, you're right. The Daryl Dawkins fear. I mean, it wasn't fear. It was <laughs> it just looks like fear. It was just. And then there was that horrendous. He was twice your size. Well, yeah. And do you remember John? The picture I took was me, Misha Johnson, and that guy Misha Johnson was dating. Yeah. And, and that guy towered was, over me. He was Ben sized. Yeah, he was. And it's good just, looking guy. And I just I looked so bad. Oh my god, did I look bad? Let's go to the phone. I Let's... love him as family. Yep. It was only <laughs> That's his family. That's what Misha said about Joe. Yes. Yeah. Made it very clear how she felt. Very clear. Yes. All right. Let's go to Sean right now. Hi, Sean. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, everybody. How's the, How are you guys doing? Doing great, Sean. Excellent. Hey, Joe, I think you know where my uh, loyalties lie here. Uh, 100% with baseball. And I, I think the reason you're seeing that 87 to 13% uh, swing is – uh, the NBA is downtrending, in my opinion, and losing relatability with the fan base. And it really should be. And, and I know there's divas in every league, but the NBA should be the National Diva Association, particularly with what we went through with head cases like Ben Simmons. Yeah. Right up the right up the road, you see Irving and all the antics he pulled. And I don't know why. It just seems to be magnified. Well, I'll t- Sean, I'll tell you exactly why. It's because the owners kiss the players' butts and the players that act more and more and more and more empowered. And there's no question. It's a tremendous disconnect right now in America between a lot of NBA star players and a lot of fans across the, the nation. And look, look no further than this last All-Star game, you know, last week, last right. weekend. Right. It, had, it had the lowest ratings in the history of the NBA All-Star game. And the ratings were 29% lower than last year's All-Star game. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. And, and as, far as, as far as Sanders goes, yeah, if he wants to stay, then I bring him back. But I bring him back at a huge, huge discount. He's got he's to uh, get in the game with Howie and uh, make some room for some other players. Otherwise, you can find somebody else to run the ball. Yep. Sean, give me a big-time answer, man, for a, uh, a, a great nickname. Hey, this is the uh, greatest of all. Let's go to uh, let's go to the babe. Well, it is a good answer, man. I mean, so I, I need a ruling here. From, Joe's favorite player. Yeah, I need a ruling from Rhea mm-hmm. and Ben because you two have not been part of this conversation okay. before. I have said before on the air that you know we all have a favorite player from each sport that's a non-Philly player, six sure. Eagle. All right. So my favorite non-Phillies player of all time mm-hmm. is Babe Ruth. How many times did you see him play? That would be zero. Damn. So ridiculous. John yeah. and James tell me I'm not allowed to have a player I never saw play. <laughs> Much less a Yankee. Play. A Yankees well, player, right. no less. Rhea and Ben, you have entered this fray. Yes. 
Um, who's right? Am I allowed to have Babe Ruth as my favorite non-player? You're allowed to like like and admire what he did, but when you have a favorite player, it's based on the premise you've actually watched them play. There's an attachment to them. Yeah, like I Typically. guess. Typically. Uh, my, I had two favorite non-Phillies baseball players, Ichiro Suzuki, but I, I really rarely got to see him because of, of you know. But whenever he played on this side of the country, I never missed a game because I you just, saw him on TV. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I loved him. But my other was Andrew McCutcheon. That was I was thrilled when the Phillies finally got him because he was a guy I absolutely loved. But I actually watched him play. <laughs> yeah, that's ben, a really good point. Like ben, Kenny Lofton. I thought Kenny Lofton was awesome before he came here. Ben, put your Judge Wapner hat on and give yes. a ruling. I By think, the way, talk about a reference from the 80s, John. Yeah. The audience will get very used to 80s and 90s references. <laughs> well, I it's an upgrade from Angela's 50s and 60s. Right. So I didn't go. give you Judge Judy. I gave you Judge Wapner. What do we got, Ben? You're... You're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> well done, James. <laughs> On it. By the uh, way, someone who's 20 years old, they're like, what's that music? <laughs> You're entitled to your own opinion, but I would agree. you gotta, you got to watch the guy play. Come on, man. You He's the babe. Ben, you disappoint me. Say you it ain't so bad. watch him play. Like, when I was growing up, my, my favorite non-Philly was Dale Murphy. Because yep. we got all the TBS games on TV. We got to watch Dale Murphy pretty much every night. You know, flipping commercial when the Phillies weren't on, you watch the Braves. And Dale Murphy was my guy. But you got to watch him play. I mean, he's talking <laughs> about the 1920s yes. here. Hey, you, I think Benny everyone feel? has a player. Like Kenny Lofton. I loved I loved the way he played the game. I love he got everything going. But but I, I watched him play a ton. You know? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I disagree with the room. You can admire Babe and the history and the achievement. But it, it's it's like me saying, hey, Jim Thorpe, my favorite of all time. <laughs> Jim Thorpe was an awesome football player. Yes. Incredible he ran like the wind, let me tell you. <laughs> but right. I never saw him. All right, to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Andy and Deford. Always a pain, this Andy and Deford. What's up, man? And In honor of Ben Davis being in there. Top of the morning to all you guys. And the rest of the day to you, lad. Wow, you started – Nice, Andy. I'm shocked. All right, hello. All right, I got I got to get some clarification from you, though, Mister Kick the Camera, before mm-hmm. I get to my sports point. Well, what gives you the audacity to name uh, go by Eagle Shirley as Shirley, or Willa God as Will? Like, what's all, what's that all about, my man? Well, isn't her name Shirley? I'm just saying that's like that's like certain certain people are associated with certain names. Like, we're not the Philadelphia football team. We're the Philadelphia Eagles. We're gonna always gonna be the Eagles. Just like that's always going to be Eagle Shirley. Man, you better throw some respect on her I'll, name. I'll bro. think about. I'll think about it. Oh, I mean, man, I, 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 I generally when someone's named Shirley, I call someone Shirley. Someone's name's clown, Will, I call him Will. You a clown for that one? Nobody calls you nails when we know your nails, and I'm the real hammer. <laughs> like, come on, man. What's up with that? Well, we'll find Eagle out. Shirley. We'll see. All right, Andy. What do you, what, what, be Eagle Shirley. What do you got today, bud? As far as what I'm more excited about, the Phillies for the Sixers. It's got to be the Phillies because until the Sixers get out of that second round, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not buying into that at all. You know, all, the, all those years of losing, all those first-round picks, and you can't even get out the second round. Yeah. So, it's got to be the Sixers. Well, that's that's a pretty common theme here today. Andy, give me a great nickname. And quickly, as far as Miles Sanders goes, you let him walk, man. Uh, running backs are easily replaced. Like you said, John, once he wants to run outside, I mean, yeah. they pretty much benched him in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. biggest game of the year, he was MIA. In the biggest games, he was not prioritized. No, he look, he, well, he fell apart by the end of the year. Boston he, Scott totally. was relied upon in, in moments that, you know, Miles Sanders, if he is your one, if he is truly your guy, 
the ball's in his hands. To be fair, though, he took a lot more of a beating as that year went on than Kenny Gainwell. I mean, Kenny Gainwell didn't touch the ball much. Yeah. Miles Sanders. Yeah, he was fresh. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, that's a, but, but, that's a big difference. But Miles Sanders helped them get that 16-3 and record entering that game. I mean, you can't. Yeah, but let's, be, let's be real, though. Jalen Hurd helped Miles Sanders out a lot no more. No question. With, with I agree. I, I believe, mean, let's be real about that. I believe if you would have handed the ball off to Kenny G early in the year as much as you did to Miles, he would have been equally as productive. I, don't know I about have that. not really. seen Miles Sanders make guys miss on the second level the way an NFL elite running back does. That that right. that includes breaking tackles. That includes just catching a ball and 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 leaving a guy grasping at air. Yeah. No. How I, many times do you see that from him? Yeah. I, no, I, you're right, Don. Yep. Andy, give me a nickname. Yo, what do you got? Tony Pollard, Kareem Hunt, or Saquon Barkley. Let's get one of them guys in the building. As far Ooh. as my nickname, one of the greatest Eagles fans, one of the greatest Eagles nicknames of all time. My girl, Eagle Shirley. Eagle Shirley, you got it, Andy. <laughs> right there. See, I just said it. Eagles. I mean, Eagle. I'm writing every all these answers down. Eagle Shirley, you got it, buddy. Uh, coming up in one minute, as the Sixers get ready to reemerge from the All-Star break, we'll look at the Embiid versus Jokic reality for the MVP award. We'll hit that coming up in one minute. Joe DeCamera here. And, hey, let me tell you about uh, – no, it's not me. Let Join me, me now. Get all the thrills of the casino in the palm of your hand with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Slots, blackjack, roulette, table games. Get them all with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. New users get Get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins. All your favorite casino games ready when you are on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You must be 21 and older. New Jersey gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, show to Cameron, John Ritchie. We got Rhea, Seltzer, Ben Davis, and uh, the Sixers back at it tonight. And another opportunity. Oh, by the way, Howard Askin joins us coming up in 15 minutes at the top of the hour. The Biggest mistake, John, obviously we have made moving from midday to mornings. King? Bringing the king with us. I mean, Seltzer, what were we thinking? We thought he was difficult at noon, eight in the morning. <laughs> Ornery guy that he is now. We're looking forward to talking to Howard. He'll be with us every Thursday uh, at uh, 8 o'clock. All right, let's look uh, at this MB- MVP thing here in the NBA because two years ago, you can make a case for Jokic. Last year, John, it should have been MVP. It should have been it should have been Embiid for MVP. I I thought last I year he so. yeah I thought he got robbed last year. Now with the stretch run up ahead, uh, and both teams being very good teams. I mean they're they're both super good teams. Uh, I shouldn't say super good, but they're both good. Um, this sets up for a fascinating trilogy now, and they are right. the two front runners for MVP right now. Jokic is minus two forty. Embiid is plus six six plus six hundred, which is a pretty big difference by the way. So Jokic is a clear front runner. After that comes the Greek Freak at plus 700. And then after that, everyone else is just way, way down the list. Uh, Tatum plus 1,800. Luka plus 2,100. I mean, this is called a three-horse race, but I think it's ultimately going to come down to two. Now, let's go inside the numbers. Joe I don't well. know that. Why? I think Jason Tatum is going to be in this mix somehow. All-star game helps him? Absolutely. And just, you know, with everything that went on up there. The, the and they can be the, and they can be the one seed. And they're playing great basketball. I He's think they're the most complete team. Why. Yeah. yeah, in the I league or the conference, Ray? Might maybe in the league. They've been playing. I mean, since last year. Yeah, they played, when they yeah. got their stuff together and went yeah. to the finals. I mean, they just crushed the Sixers. What, like two weeks ago? 
with four of their players barely even in the lineup for yeah. different reasons. You're yeah. right. They got I, mean, deep... I think they're very good. They I are. Think, they are very good. I think Tatum should be given more uh, okay. weight yeah. in this in this discussion. Well, maybe he shoots off. All right, let's let's deal with the Embiid reality as of right now. Forty five games for Embiid, and know this: Jokic is fifty one games so far. All right, here's Joel. I mean, these numbers are staggering. But by the way, for both players, Embiid. 33 points a game. I mean, that's astounding. 33 points a game. 10.2 rebounds, 4.1 assists, 1.2 steals, 1.5 blocks. All of them superlative numbers, uh, meaning 4.1 for a center. How many really assists? 4.1. All right, field goal percentage, 53.7. Free throw percentage. Now, think about this, Ben. A seven-footer. Big hands. You know, it's harder to hold the ball. Big hands. Be good at shooting free throws. 85.8%. It's nuts. It's almost as good as you. It, it, it's actually slightly better than me. Only slightly. All right. So, and they both have about three turnovers. All right. So, so that's MB. Those numbers look great. In a lot of years, that would win an MVP. Here's the deal with Jokic again in 51 games 24.7 points, 11.5 rebounds. Now, here's one of the two big categories where he really outclasses them 10.1 assists. Jeez. Put another way. Averaging a triple-double. Yeah. Averaging a triple-double and it's a, a center. center. <laughs> and a center giving you 10 assists. He's that's, got, that's crazy. He's got the 1.3 steals, .7 blocks. Now, here's the other stat that is the, the next mind-numbing stat pro Jokic. Field goal percentage, 63.2%. Jesus. 63! Free throw percentage, 82. He also has one other thing that, that you didn't mention. They're mm-hmm. going to be the one seed. Yeah. They are five games up yeah. in the West, and, and the Sixers, it's an uphill battle. You're right, James. All right, so let's size it up here. Now, now, know this. Here's where I get frustrated, and you guys know this was my argument once I finally switched to Mahomes over Hurts for MVP of the regular season, and it took me a long time to get there. But I went on the record. I went on the record for one basic reason. I said, sometimes you just got to lean back on who do you think is the better player? And I meant that as no disrespect to Hurts. I think Mahomes is the better player. I believe Joel Embiid is the better basketball player. I believe that firmly. John, Ben, James, Rhea, weigh in. Embiid, Jokic, Richie, what do you got? I believe this can and will be the year that Joel finally you know, gets the respect he deserves. And I think some of that is going to have to do with Voter fatigue. Yes, that's a, uh, John. You're so right. They're not going to give it to him a third straight time. Yeah, they're no, just not. Who was the last guy to win three straight MVPs? Jordan, you got to go back to Larry Bird. Oh, Larry hey, really? Bird. Wow, Larry Bird. It doesn't happen. Shows you Mike got robbed, by the way. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say. I'm like, I I immediately went Jordan. Yeah, uh, Joel. Yeah, because Barkley won in 93 and, and Carl Malone won in the yeah, later 90s. Yep. I do think I, it was the end of January. We played uh, Jokic. Joel had an incredible game. They beat I them, say right? Like, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. won. I think Joel had like 47 points. Joel outclassed them. rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll go a long way. I think one of the reasons he went to the All-Star game, which I'm still unhappy about, complaining about his foot that he's been dealing with, is him getting picked first mm-hmm. was sending a message. Mm-hmm. Like this, because he is playing that great. Does, that should matter. I, I mean, to some degree. you know, it's the just, players just a thought. Making the pick, but, but here's what else. Joel has been the first pick in that All Star yeah. game repeatedly now. Yeah, so it's Not like Jokic. it's saying, you know, come yeah. on. Listen, yeah. Ray, I, I get your point. I, I'll say this though, I, I respect the, if there's competitiveness in there, and I think there is. That Embiid wants some spotlight to say, hey, what about me? I'm better than this guy. 
I'm not actually for better. a guy who has missed games in the playoffs yeah. for injuries. No, yeah. that that game is irrelevant. You have to stay on the court. You have to stay on the court, and you have to be relevant. And Joel has not proven that. I mean, this guy's averaging a triple double. Joel's not, and he plays more games. That's the bottom line. That's why Joel didn't win it last year. Well, 33 points and 24 points are pretty big difference in points. I What's get the that. difference in games this year? 51 it's, to 46. Okay. Well, that's that's better. It'll probably end up better. being about seven to eight games by the time yeah. it's all said and done. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. I mean, you can weigh in. Obviously, it's uh, some people call it the second half of the basketball season. To me, it's not because there's only about a third <laughs> yeah, of the season exactly. left. I mean, it's, it's stretch run. Do you know they have the toughest schedule remaining? Sixers? Yeah. It's it's really they have That's four back to backs. Yeah. That's why their odds like their odds to win the division are like really long. It's, it's they're not rough. that far behind Boston, but it, I yeah. mean the next six games alone are, are like murders against depending, defensive play teams. Depending where you look, uh well, we've had arguably the easiest schedule to this point. So it's yep. unusual that it would be completely flipped like that. By this. the way, one other quick thing in right to phones. Someone just used the word defense. Let me just Embiid. I mean, talk about a difference between Embiid and Jokic. The defense is it's night and day. You know what, though? It's got to get factored in. It can, can be, be when he wants to. Day. That's the thing. Yeah. Joel turns it off and on. If this, year, just... this year more than, than the last couple of years, too. Well, was... maybe he's picking his spots for the playoffs. Maybe. Right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Johnny in Springfield right now. Hi, Johnny. Yo. What's up, Johnny? What's up, guys? Hey, Johnny. Hey, guys. Congratulations, man. Uh, been following you guys, listening to you guys, calling in for the past six, seven years. Um. And, uh, Joe, I just wanted to give you a shout-out, man. Class, class act calling me on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, that was really cool, man, when I, when I heard you call. So, uh, My pleasure. Say, yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the Super Bowl because I haven't really got to call. I haven't really got to call in and uh, talk about it. But uh, I just really feel like we were, we were just, like, flat-out outplayed and outcoached. Um, I was watching the, the Chiefs play. Uh, when they played the Niners a couple years ago, and they also went into the fourth quarter with a ten point um, uh, differential, and yeah. the, and the Chiefs came back on a f- on a, four, on a fourth them, down heave. If Patrick yeah, Mahomes exactly. doesn't hit Tyreek Hill, that game is over. It, it really is, and you know I you know I felt pretty good, um, but one thing that bothered me I don't know, but just the Eagle fans. Um, I know I was being I was trying to be positive too, but man, they had us just like rolling over these guys. And I was like, dude, this is the this is the Chiefs, man. Um, they're 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 a great team. So I, I expected a good game. Unfortunately, uh, you know that turnover killed us. And and uh, but listen, man, Howie, we were talking about Howie yesterday. Um, he put together a great team to to be on that field. It's not he is not the reason that we lost that, that game. So um, I just wanted to you know comment on that and just welcome you guys. And uh, I think I got a nickname for you. Um, has, has, did they, did anybody say sweetness yet for Peyton? It has been yeah. said. Uh, yeah. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I figured. I figured it might have been. Uh, what about a hometown or concrete Charlie? That's Ooh. a good one, man. <laughs> like a great that. one. That's really good. That's a really really good. John, did you ever meet Ben Eric? Yeah. What was that like for you? Uh, I was afraid of him. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> who meets him is afraid of yeah. him. The hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gnarled yeah. hands. Uh, but he was he was very kind to me. I appreciated that he didn't have to be. I was fearful that he wouldn't be. You know, he admired he be tough ornery. players, and that's what you were. I mean, Maybe. you could see it. I met him at, at I believe, at the Maxwell Club mm-hmm. one year. But you could, he had an affinity for tough football players. Hmm. He was unbelievable, yeah. man, unbelievable. Sure Let's was. go to Jimmy in New Jersey. Hi, Jimmy. Good day to everyone. Good day, Jimmy. 
Hey, I got to give a quick shout-out to Big I or Shea. Ben, you were one of the best defensive catchers out there, and you called a good game too, Brody. Kudos to you. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, Joe, I think you're on to something when you suggest that the uh, Sixers might be uh, closer to the gold than the Phillies. Uh, when you really think about it and, and look at it, uh, the Sixers are one of the top half-dozen teams in the NBA in spite of their warts. Uh, I think the Phillies team last year in a lot of ways was an aberration. And, uh, you know, numbers don't lie. They were the eighth team, not in baseball, but just in the National League. They were lucky, damn lucky to be there. Well, well, wow. look, they got hot when it mattered most. And, you know, if Gene Segura doesn't get that single in, in St. Louis, you know, maybe they're lights out in one or two, you know, in two or three games, you know, in that first series. But he got the hit and they got rolling. But to your point, Jimmy, I mean, this is the thing I think a lot of people forget. They finished over 10 games back of two teams in their own division. So, yes, I do think the Sixers have a better chance to win a title this year. Amen. I'm with you there, brother. I, uh, you know, I mean, the, you know, getting Trey Turner was uh, no small feat. But uh, I think the moves that they made over the winter basically amount to about a wash. We're looking about finishing approximately the same place we did last year. And, uh, you know, as long as Milwaukee doesn't trade away another Josh Hader, we may not make it. Yeah, Jimmy, give me an answer here for a great nickname. Well, this one may cause a ruckus, but I'm going to go with Dave the Hammer Schultz. That's a great one. (laughs) I love it. The true hammer. That's a hey, listen. No objection for me, because if it was, he'd punch me in the face, and that'd be the end of my life. I was a little worried when when Jimmy was like, "This might cause a ruckus." I was like, "What's coming up here?" I love it. Hey Ben, you had last year it was the first time since you've been part of the broadcast crew that the Phils made the playoffs. Yes. Um, what was that October like for you? I mean, I know a lot of the games. I mean, obviously they go national broadcast and all, but to see and you're from here, you get it. You know how much everybody here was starving to see it happen, yourself included. What was October like for you? I can't stand the word because everyone uses it, but surreal. Everyone uses the word, but it, it, there's no other way to put it. We would get done doing the pregame show and go over to that ballpark, and to see the interaction with the fans and the way they – I mean, Xfinity Live was, was ridiculous. On fire. It was ridiculous. And then the ballpark, I mean, it was shoulder to shoulder. It was everybody standing. It was deafening, and it was for nine innings. And you watch, you go back to the Braves game with the, with the bat spike of Reese Hoskins off, off Strider. From then on, it, it was just beyond electric. And to see that, and I think it was so like that because it was so unexpected. It was so unexpected because, like you just said, Joe, they finished third in their division. They weren't expected to do anything. They weren't expected to get past the Cardinals at St. Louis. But yet they, yet they, they get past them. And all of a sudden, they go on this roll, and they, it was a team that believed in themselves. It was a city that believed in the team, and they just went on this roll, and it was so fun. And I think that the, they're, they're going to feed off that and possibly get back to where they need to be and win it and, and get John Middleton his trophy back. I hope so. You know, John, I think we might have to have a new rule around here. We can't go one week without hearing the Bryce Harper homer, at least until the season starts. I mean – I think it's just something on a on a almost almost weekly basis. We see should do. that's Works where I'm going to disagree with you, Joe, <laughs> on the whole Sixers getting back before yep. the, the Phillies, because you're putting all your eggs in one basket with Joel Embiid, and and I understand that, but he's the ultimate wild card, and he has not. I love Joel Embiid, yeah. love him, but he's the ultimate wild card. You just don't know what you're going to get with Bryce Harper. You know what you're going to get with JT Romuto. You know what you're going to get 
House Schwarber, yeah. you know what you're going to get. So yeah. that from that aspect, I'm going to disagree. I don't with agree you. with you. I'll tell you this, That's, Ben. I don't Listen, get it. Listen, well, here's the deal. Joel has never, never done what we'd hoped no. in the postseason. No, you're, no, you're right. It's never it happened. But, I but, hope but, he does. But for what it's worth, I mean, Bryce was tremendous in October. He was horrendous in September. I mean, I, I, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I think he's an incredible baseball player. But I've seen enough about baseball to know you don't some love great the guy. Yeah, you I do. Stop it. I came to love you him. It's so insincere. <laughs> I want that. Whatever. What did Amy get you? The Bryce Harper. I don't even know how to describe it. It's this amazing. I don't know if it's called a print. I don't know what the. Thing you is. need to give it away as a prize because you don't deserve oh, it. Yeah, give it to us. Me and Richie believed yeah. in Harper from day one. Richie. Never ripped him. Richie, right. can you can you hammer something into a wall and hang it up for me? Can you do that? <laughs> He's <laughs> going to hammer something. My wife can be do that. that for you, Joe, if you I want. know. I listen, because you know what? It is always a good thing. Back to that moment. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. Yes! And it is gone. Yes. yes. It is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. Are you kidding me? His 10th career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. It's awesome. I mean, listen, I, Ben, I saw your face when that started playing. I saw the you had peace and joy just wash over your face. I saw it. It's just Superman doing his thing. Yeah. No, I, I have listen, goosebumps. And by the way, is there goosebumps. anybody uh, – sidetrack. Is there anyone more deserving of a long-term extension than Scott Fransky and Tom? Oh, Tom that's Parker? awesome! Rose, Rose, anybody? To the, Rose to the occasion. Oh my gosh, they're just—they're just—they're spectacular announcers. They're Tremendous, just the best play-by-play guys that the city could have. Howard Eskin joins us coming up in just a couple of minutes. And again, I—I I, I think the irony to this conversation is I too am more excited about the Phillies moving forward. I want to be very clear about that. I am, but I actually think the Sixers have a better shot to win. That's the irony to the matter. You might not agree, but that's what I believe. Let's go to Louie right now in Camden. Hi, Louie. Hey, guys. Joe, John. Hi, Louie. What's up, Louie? Hey, how's it going? Um, I, I just want to say, um, as far as naturally, uh, with sports coming back today, I'm definitely more excited for the Sixers. Um, you asked me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rhea brought up a great point. Um, you know, with such a player-driven league, at what point does Joel Embiid say, you know, if we get bounced in the second round again, at what point does he say, hey, trade me? Great question. Yeah. Great question. We don't know the answer, but we do worry about it. Espe- yeah, espe- and, Louie, especially because they're basically out of bullets now. To the point Rhea brought up earlier, if it doesn't work this year, they, they don't really have any wiggle room anymore. No. There's, no, there's no more draft right. picks to trade. There's no more salary cap to sign some big free agent. Just Like, this, this is it. They either win with this group. Or, you know, now I'm not saying that, that I would advocate trading Embiid, but what I am saying is they're pretty much out of counterpunches. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't advocate against uh, against trading him either. I think he's a, you know, he's a, a generational type player. Yeah. So we should definitely keep him. But just like with, you know, we've we've seen you know the KDs do it, the LeBrons do it, sure. and, I, I, and I just feel like it's a trend. And I would hate to see him go, but I don't, you know, I don't think it's too far fetched to hear him ask for it. It's the nature nope. of the league. You know, the thing that the thing yeah. that I, I don't know the answer to, does Joel Embiid feel as though James Harden gives him the best chance to win the championship? You know, James Harden right. hiring an agent, saying, hey, I want to go to Houston. Houston, yeah. What does Joel think about yeah. that? That's a good question. Is I, he in the back of his mind saying, hey, you know what, maybe I'm better off without this guy? Yeah. I- 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.